just river kids Picking up stones like David did Watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge We went to church in a Detroit car Our daddies drank draft at the local bar With an aching back just like old granddad did And we like cold cake beer Fixing up trucks Old bird dogs and the woman we love Maxwell has steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers send them to the sky Bust our banks barely getting by Carolina to California up to Illinois Yeah, there's guys like us Blue-collar boys Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Marcus Show Bro, I am your host, as I am every single time, Marcus himself. And as always, with me is my partner in crime, my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, buddy, how's it going? Feeling better? Much better. Good. It's, a, it's a slow grind, but slow grind. Day, my ankle's getting better. Got to crawl before you can walk kind of thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yes, literally. Uh, but yeah, said you were feeling better, got the smaller boot on, so we're a little bit more mobile uh got the crutches so we're a little bit more mobile fantastic you couldn't ask for a better setup going into what some people say is the best weekend of nfl football yes i agree i like we were just talking about i am so excited for all four of these games Mm -hmm. there is not a bad matchup this weekend Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah i don't think so either and and with not having Wednesday show, we'll kind of recap some of the games from this past weekend. Some of the ones we may leave out uh, just because they weren't really as noteworthy to talk about. Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia. We probably will not talk a ton about. We'll hit a little bit on Kansas City Steelers just because I'll hit on that a little <laughs> bit. But uh, I know, I know, I know. But let's go ahead and start with this. I think the biggest headline, at least for us uh, and where we're from, um, the Cincinnati Bengals after 31 years, get their first playoff victory. Uh, Joey Burrow, Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty, whatever you want to call him, he's proven time and time again he can win big games. Um, The Raiders had a great little surge at the end to make it look like they might have been able to close it down, but I I keep saying that you got to give it to the Bengals, man. The Raiders just made too many mis- too many penalties. Too m- it, it seemed like there were so many different times during the game where they had like momentum going on the drive and they had a holding or just a false start so- sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like they they shot themselves in the foot so many times. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, Deshaun Jackson dropped what could have been a potential touchdown. I think that was in the first half, right? They had a mm-hmm. little crossing pattern. Yeah. Or they had the play. I think. Did was it Hendrickson? Didn't it like hit him in the head or something mm-hmm. when he mm-hmm. like tipped the pass? And yeah. if, Darren, if that's not tipped, Darren Waller might have a touchdown too. Yeah. And you got to give, you know, the Raiders, I'll give their defense some credit. I mean, the Bengals pretty much moved the ball with ease, but they were able to like hold them in the red zone. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Kind of having, I mean, having to force McPherson to make field goals, which he's yeah. shown he can, he can do all year kind of thing. So, and everybody, I just want to get this out of the way. I don't think that, um, blown call on the touchdown pass with the inadvertent whistle. I don't think that really made that big of a difference in the game. 
Because no. all it would have would have been um, would have been a redo it down. And for all we know, the Bengals could have scored a touchdown or gotten a first down on the next play. Yeah. But you can't yeah. just use that one thing and say, like, oh, they wouldn't have gotten it and they would have kicked a field goal and then it would have been 22 to 19 and then the Raiders could have kicked mm-hmm. it to send to overtime. You don't know what, what would have happened sort no. of thing. But you can't no. just say that. No, I'm with you on that. And I think whatever they call it, the, the inadvertent whistle, the phantom whistle, whatever it is, I don't think it had that much of a big of, of a factor in the game. I, The Bengals are just the better team. Like the Raiders were, were one of those were, teams. They, it, was, it was so obvious. I mean, yeah. the Raiders offense had their moments. Like uh, like just opening drive, they moved down the field really well. Then the kick was on. Like, All right, this might be a game. Then they kind of sputter for a little bit. But then they kind of have a nice little surge at the end. Derek Carr made some nice throws. I mean, I just they just screwed themselves a lot just with too many just dumb holding calls or false starts sort of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, and it was, and, and like you said, uh, and like we've said, it's just, it. you could tell, and that pass that uh, Burrow made to Zama. Oh, that early, was so nice. That was such a good throw. I mean, it really, mm-hmm. really was. Um, so it, it takes nothing away from the Bengals. They, you know, they were able to stop that late surge. They were able to win that game. Um, and it was just, you know, straight up really, really cool to see. Um, so uh, just how that was, I I was telling this to Matt, that was the way that the Bengals had to win the game. It had to be like, you know, an intercept, a goal line stand basically to end like the drought sort of thing. Yes. Yes. And even if Zay Jones would have caught it, he was not in the end zone anyways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been like, um, the last play of the Titans Rams Super Bowl where the, the Titans receiver stopped at the one yard line. That it pretty much would have just been a, you know, there was a two on one thing. You'd think that the two Bengals guys would have been able to keep Jones out of the end zone mm-hmm. you know, if he would have caught it. But yeah, you know, yeah. But win for the Bengals. Huge win for the Bengals. And now they, uh, they go on the road into Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans this week. Uh, the line, Tennessee's favored by three and a half. Uh, as of the time of recording, um, and the over/under is forty-seven and a half. Ryan, what do you think about this game? Do the Titans seem like a, a number one seed to you? It just feels like you look at their team. Like, how are these guys the one seed? I mean, yeah, they beat the Bills and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, but you know, for me, well, I would, you know. This game, I'm just so up in the air about it just because, well, one, you know, that, the Titans got Derrick Henry back, but how yeah. healthy is he? Like, you know, they said he passed the contact drills this week in practice, so he's going to be 100%. But can you really, like, trust him, them to ride him like they mm-hmm. have in the past, even though he's coming off an injury? Now, you know, they, they still have Tannehill, who – I like Tannehill. He's, he's kind of in one of those weird boats where he's – like in between a game manager and like a superstar sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's like in a class above Derek Carr. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's perfect. I mean, he, he does, he can do some incredible things, which like Carr can too, but he does just have to kind of distribute the ball. He doesn't really have to do much more out of right. his means. And I know what you're saying right there. And, and they got two great receivers in A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, too, which mm-hmm. they'll give the Bengals secondary some issues. Yeah. And the Titans' defense is much better than the uh, the Raiders. Yeah. So this will be interesting. It all comes down – for me, it comes down to how much pressure can you get on Burrow. That's yep. the key to, like, slowing down the offense. You've got to pressure Burrow. Mm-hmm. The Titans' the pass rush has been so much better this year. 
Like yes. Jeffrey Simmons has been great as a defensive tackle. Now the Bengals didn't beat them last year, but last year's last year sort of thing. But I just I don't know what this one. I just I can see it going both ways. I can see the tight. I just feel like whatever game I pick, the other team's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, like how I picked Oakland and New England last week, and look how that or Las Vegas, excuse me, and yeah. New England. Look how look how that worked out. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of with you. It, it depends. It really does depend on what kind of Derrick Henry we get because Tennessee did get the week off. They've gotten the rest. Uh, they have the home field advantage. So I, I want to know how Cincinnati, especially the young players on offense, mm. you know, answer that call to playing on the road in the playoffs. Um, I think Vrabel is the better coach, hands down. Um, Vrabel actually should be coach, of, could be coach of the year. He is so good. I, I forget if I was mm. texting you or mad about it, but it the way that other coaches talk about Vrabel tells me that he's like a top three coach in the league. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like when other coaches, you were telling because I don't recall you. Yeah, I think so. And I was like, "Here's a hot take." Because I forget what I was watching. I think it was like last Friday night. Um, I was watching different videos of coaches or listening to. uh, It was Friday because uh, Matt Lafleur was on. Pardon my take. Shout out. Pardon my take. uh, And talking about how um, uh, he had learned a bunch of stuff from Vrabel and they still kind of talk every once in a while. And then I was also listening to uh, Luke Fickle on um, uh, their best buds. Right yeah. On Rasil on Rasillo's podcast. And he was like praising him too. And I'm like, if these two insanely, insanely awesome coaches lean on this guy as much as they do, uh, there's gotta be something to it. You know what I mean? Um, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I think that they are the, it, they're the better coach team. Um, now that doesn't, that's not to say that I think Tennessee's going to run away with it. It, like I said at the beginning, so to get full circle, it depends on what kind of Derrick Henry we get. And it depends on, I think Joe Burrow is going to be cool, calm and collected. I think it depends on the guys around him and how they kind of respond to being on the road in a big game, in a hostile environment, because you're yeah. right. Tennessee feels like the weirdest number one seed we've gotten in a while. Like, I forgot that they beat Kansas City this year. Yeah. Like, I remember watching them beat Buffalo, but they beat Kansas City when uh, Kansas City was kind of in their, like, uh, like you know, a little losing streak sort yes. of thing. Yes, when their defense but, yeah, was it comes down it to Kind of like, mm-hmm. if the Titans can jump up 14 nothing in the first quarter, it's kind of like, how can the Bengals respond sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. And and that's what we were talking about last week when we were watching the Bengals, and, and they looked really good on that first drive, and then – the Raiders came out and they looked really good. I said, Matt, it's not about these first 10 plays. These are scripted. These are the best 10 plays that I got. It's about the responding plays that come after. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot more is going to be told within the second, third, you know, and and final quarter. I think that middle of the game is going to tell us a good amount about how it kind of ends up, but it should be good. Um, I'm probably going to end up taking the Bengals plus three and a half because I do think it's close and I would rather get the hook. So, uh, Go ahead, yeah, the choose tight, the Bengals the to Titans win. The don't come across as a team that's going to blow anybody out just with no. their style of play. Because mm-hmm. obviously what they're going to try to do is they're just going to try to run the ball and just keep the Bengals' offense off the field sort of thing. Yep. Just control yes. the clock. Yeah. Um, which is if they get up ahead, you know, that's something that they will do, and then that's a recipe for disaster. But with that being said, I'm just 
my gut says tells me pick Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals um, 20 to 17. Okay. And now that I said that, the Titans are going to win. But Well, we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, uh, should be good. I don't know why they always play the Bengals on Saturday. It's like the Bengals cannot get a Sunday playoff game. It's insane. Uh, even after they it's win, just because it's, I think it all comes out to like their, you know, they, they don't have the um, the reputation or something, mm-hmm. something like, you know, but they don't have like something that like the Chiefs or the Bills have sort of thing. Or, yeah, the draw or, or Tampa Bay. I mean, I would say Green Bay. You know, Green Bay Forty ers games the next game. So, which be good yeah. time for us to get into that. Yeah. So let's just dive into it. So San Francisco travels to Green Bay. Before we get to talking about this game, let's recap a little bit. San Francisco uh, went into Dallas. Dallas loses another playoff game at home. Um, did you see this? Did you hear this stat? You ready for this? Do you hear about this? You ready for this? I probably did, but say it again. <laughs> um, Dak Prescott, I believe right now, or not Dak Prescott, but the, the Cowboys in general, since building AT&T Stadium in Jerry's world, are three and four five or something like that in playoff games or it's something like three of five but doesn't surprise me i don't know so they've they've only won three games but they've played like eight playoff games there um yeah the alabama crimson tide are three and oh in playoff games in at&t stadium um but this game was wild this game was crazy it it really was we said it from the beginning San Francisco seemed like the right pick, and they were. I think San Francisco is the better coach team, and I don't want to get I agree. in depth of how much I love Kyle Shanahan and his system because it's awesome. Speaking of Kyle Shanahan, did you see that picture that him, uh, Matt LaFleur, and Sean McVay were all on the same coaching staff in 2013? Yeah, Doesn't with just the, blow your mind. With the R words. Isn't that crazy? The Washington football team, yes. The fo- well, when they were the R words. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is insane. I cannot believe that they had that, had that group of, of people. We have, I have another crazy stat I want to get to later. Remind me of it. Uh, when we talk about the Bucks game, which this one you probably also have heard of. Okay. Um, but, uh, they, they kind of out physical him. That interception from Jimmy Garoppolo was, was bad, terrible. And I could see it coming a mile away. Like when I saw the overthrow, I was like, Ooh, that's getting picked off. And it was, it was so perfect. It was like, they can't just win this game normally. Like, it's got to be close. Right. It's got, um, yeah. You know, those last two minutes were just so crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, I was surprised. Like, why didn't they try to go for that when they were at midfield even before that? I would have gone for it there. Yeah, we I think it, them one. I think it's, it was the idea of, I think Dallas still had a full hand of timeouts and you think yeah. you can get it back. But I, I also wouldn't trust you're kicking it to a team that just runs the ball so efficiently. Like I, I, I I'm with you on that. I thought that the fake punt Dallas did was incredible. Oh, that was nice. Um, I was actually talking about the 49ers before that, like when it oh, was 23, 17. Yeah. It oh. was, yeah. When they were they, they were like at midfield, it, it was the play where uh, who uh, who was was it Debo Samuel who got like stuffed by Leighton mm-hmm. Yes, or something? yes, yes, yeah. It was it was it was that play where he made probably a game saving tackle, 
mm-hmm. and the uh, 49ers lined up like they were going to go for it, but then decided to kick it. And I'm just like, why not go for it? Just because I, I have faith with the way they were on the ball that they could get the ball, you know, that they would have gotten that. But, yeah. You know, whatever. I, they, they kick it to them. Mm-hmm. I guess it's you, you're already at midfield. You have the lead, make them drive kind of thing, like make them work for it. Because then if you don't get it, then, yeah. you know, you're kind of in trouble. Um, yeah. But yeah, that Dallas with the fake punt, I thought that that was an incredible move. That was a great call. And yeah. then they they followed up with the bonehead, like keep your punt team on the field for yeah. no reason, and it made no sense because the the new. I was rule, really confused watching that. Yeah. Well, because it used to be like if you keep that team out and then you sub in your offense, now the defense has to sub in. But the new rule in the NFL is if you sub offensive players. Defense gets the same amount of time to sub in whoever. Um, and right. so it really didn't make sense to do it. But besides that, that let, let's skip to the last play. Okay. Yeah. The quarterback draw, there was so much going on that was wrong. Um, the quarterback draw, Dak slides down, hands the ball to the center, center puts the ball down. I don't understand how they – I yes, I don't understand how they didn't know you have to give the ball to the official right away. Like, yeah. you have to do that. They I mean, don't – Because obviously, like, you know, the Cowboys, like Mike McCarthy was saying, like, of you know, we wouldn't change a thing. Like, we were confident in that call. Well, I'm like, well, of course you're confident. You make that call thinking it's going to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're going to run that, Dak needs to get – like, I understand why they did it. You want to – you'd rather take a shot from, like, the 20 as opposed to where they're, like, what, in, like, at the 40? Like, yeah. If you're Dak, why don't you just get down sooner sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I see what you're saying, too. Like, you want a closer shot, but it's, you're, it's still a pretty far throw. Like, you still have right. a pretty far pass you have to make. So, I just don't know – if the rationale is truly, truly there. Um, I, okay. Calling a quarterback draw with 14 seconds left and no timeouts to me seems like the dumbest idiot play you could do. Why are you running the ball in any instance at any point right there? You know what I mean? Like, why are yeah, you no, doing I got you. Um, Yeah. Especially with no timeouts. Like if you had timeouts, like, it's, you know, di- it's a it's different story. Like, right. And they so, had the whole, like, middle of the field, like, you know, they'd moved, moved the ball pretty easily up to that point because the 49ers were, were kind of giving them too much cushion sort of mm-hmm. thing. Then they started to guard the sideline. Um, and then – but another really dumb call was the fourth down play the 49ers ran before that when they shifted Trent Williams, like, from the left side to the mm-hmm. right side. Yeah. He wasn't set long enough when they snapped the ball. I'm just like, why are you trying to get cute right there? Like, just mm-hmm. sneak in with Garoppolo. You would have gotten it because that would have been the game right there, and then none of this would have mattered sort of thing. Yes, yes, like, yes. I'm watching like, what? like, that could have caught – like, it, I'm like, that could have potentially cost them the game just trying to get too cute right there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they had the false start and they had to move it back and then – but still, like, just a dumb play call by Dallas. Like, yeah, I'm just it, amazed that – that, you know, Troy Aikman was just dumbfounded by their game plan because how does CeeDee Lamb only catch one pass? I, I, I think that I think that we get we need to give uh San Francisco a lot more credit for that than That's we are. True. Yeah. Um 
I think I that they probably targeted, but yeah, they probably tried to take him out of the game plan as much as they possibly could. Um, but at any rate, San Francisco moves on and they, they travel to green Bay, uh, very frigid, cold green Bay. Yeah. Uh, I, I love what nothing beats watching a playoff game at Lambeau. No, right now the Packers are favored by five and a half over under is 47. Ryan, give me your thoughts initially on this game. Well, they remember they played week three and the 49ers almost, you know, the, the Packers beat them a the last second field goal. Cause I remember watching it and the 49ers scored with too much time left. Yeah. Um, I just, for me, as much as, as fun as San Francisco is to watch, I, I'm just, I got to ride with Green Bay here. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the Packers, but I, I think it'll be a close and a great game because you know how creative Kyle Shanahan is. Yeah. But it's, it, for me, it comes down to can you trust Jimmy Garoppolo? That's really what it is, mm-hmm. especially yeah. in like these cold temperatures. Yeah. And for me, so I love both these teams. Like I've loved watching the Packers play all year and I've loved watching San Francisco with this little run they've been on. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm with you though, Ryan, where, I mean, one team has Aaron Rodgers and the other team doesn't. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so, and and LaFleur, LaFleur for all accounts is a really, really, really good coach. Um, as well as, you know, Shanahan. So there's not really, I think they have similar mindsets in what they do and how they go about the game. Yes. Um, yeah. And so I, I, it's really, really hard for me to say, like, do you, do you want me to just say this out loud? Because I'm going to. I think say this it. is a blowout. I think that the Packers see it being a blowout, blow honestly. the doors off of them. Because I, I just, just don't – yeah. I just check what the weather's going to be Saturday. It's supposed to be a high of 20, low of zero. And if it being a night game, it's probably going to be in the single digits for the most part. Yeah. Uh, single digits, so – I just Aaron Rodgers hasn't seen before. No, 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 not at all. And I think that plays into their advantage, you know, with the California team coming in. Um, Yeah. It's, it, uh, it, to me, all the narrative right now is Aaron's never beaten the 49ers in the playoffs. They've knocked him out a good little bit of times. Yes. Yeah. Um, And, and so it just seems like this is going to be a game where the Packers are at home. They got the week off, and now they're going to just steamroll them if they can. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, but the good news for the 49ers is Fred Warner is expected to play, and mm-hmm. Bosa should be able to go. So that should help them defensively. Yeah. Yeah, but that's good. I just think Green Bay is going to be too much. I mean, this is, I think the Packers are a different team than they were week three. Uh, I mean, with, you know, Green Bay almost beat them. Granddad was in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Um, or I should say San Francisco almost beat them, not Green Bay, because Green Bay yeah. won that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just think the Packers roll. Yes, I think the Packers roll too, and I'm going to take the Packers minus five and a half, uh, which is a weird little line. All right. <laughs> Sunday, the first uh, game of the day, which can, can I just say this? I love this, and Go I always it. forget about it. I, I always hate that I have to wait till three for that first game. But then when it hits, I love it because then that next game's at six thirty, and it ends. And you don't have to wait at all, yeah. No, and it ends perfectly at like nine or nine thirty. It's awesome. It's awesome. You don't have to stay up super super late to watch it. Uh, it's just fantastic. I'm with you. Um, but the first game, L.A. Rams, 
go to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, Ryan, before we get into this game, I want to talk about LA and I want to talk about uh, the What's Cardinals. That stat you wanted to say? And here's the stat. Okay. Tom Brady is older than the other three coaches on the NFC oh, yeah. side. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. That's insane. The guy is is he defies everything, everything about about football. Um, it is crazy. You know, you thought I thought he would have been done by like two years ago, but mm-hmm. no. Yeah, and especially when you look at guys like Breeze and mm-hmm. now Ben and yeah. Rivers, even and Peyton like, Manning too. Like you yeah. can tell when those guys were done. Mm-hmm. Like and he just, Breeze and and, uh, and well, I guess Manning and Ben. They couldn't throw down the field like their mm-hmm. last year. And Brady just doesn't look like it's going to stop anytime soon. No. It's insane. Because Brady um, takes care of himself really well. He doesn't get hit. You know, he doesn't hang on to the ball a whole ton sort of thing. Yeah. Which is one thing like Ben – I always felt like Roethlisberger just took a beating and he yeah. was always able to just walk off every little injury he had. It, it was part of the magic kind of thing, but – Yeah. Uh, before we get into this game and, and talk more about the Bucks. The uh, Sunday night game last week with the Rams Monday, and the Cardinals – or Monday night game, my bad, Monday night game. Uh, Rams-Cardinals. Rams just roll over the Cardinals. And it the was – The game was honestly – I was bored watching after a while just because it just, it just wasn't – the Cardinals weren't, didn't put up a fight like it seemed no, like. it was it never was close. like after Kyler took through the pick six when he should have just taken the safety sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, this game's over. And we just, yeah, we got to talk about the Cardinals and just how mm-hmm. quickly they faded. Like, they've yeah. done this every year with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury. I, I don't think they will fire him, but he's got to be a coach who's on the hot seat, if yeah. you ask me. And, and, and some, of the, some of the things that we talked about before we got on, like, this goes back to Texas Tech. Now, at Texas Tech, it was different, and, and you even brought up, you know, they're playing a lot of out-of-conference games early in yeah, the season but he would he would start like five and oh six and oh seven and oh at texas tech and then they would finish like six and six and you know like five and seven and like i was almost honestly kind of surprised that they fired him just because i was it was kind of like you know that's his alma mater and it's like like who can you get that's better like mm-hmm. you know they still were putting up points and they had like great players but it's just they just weren't winning and and you just kind of wondered like does a program like texas tech be like okay we can deal with this sort of thing because they're they're almost like a second t- secondary Big Twelve team, but yeah, it was just yeah. I mean, he's a great offensive minded coach. Like you know, you, USC hired him to be their offensive coordinator before he took the Cardinals job. Mm-hmm. I think people forget that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like does DeAndre Hopkins make that big of a difference for their offense? I think he does, but he almost doesn't because remember they were still winning games even without him and Kyler. Um, yeah, I think it's yeah, like Colt to, McCoy was trend. Like people were literally wanting Colt McCoy to go in the game. Like yes. Colt McCoy was trending on Twitter as crazy as that sounds. <laughs> and, and so I, I think that, uh, it, it's gotta be just the preparation down the road. Like, I don't know. They may just prep super well early on into the season. Yeah. And then the preparation just kind of fades off as the season goes on. But like you hear it all the time, good teams, get better as the year goes on like they don't get worse and i think this is a good team like like you said 
They have DeAndre Hopkins. They have really, really good pieces. Yeah. Um, that defense is not bad at all. Like they have no. like good people, like good athletes there. I just think that there's there's some kind of disconnect. There's something that he, that the coaching staff isn't doing later on in the season to not prep them for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And here's another thing: Kyler was not great down the stretch. How come he doesn't get like the same treatment that like Lamar Jackson would when he plays a bad game? So I'm pointing it out, and I'm like, that's a good point because. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he's, he's a, a real small – he's more closer to Russell Wilson than anything. Yes. But yeah. Just based on size, and they're both baseball players sort of thing. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's and, just – And even even a little bit smaller, too, like even a little bit sli- – like, like Russell's a little bit more filled out than Kyler is, uh, which I think I, is yeah, why – Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, which is why Kyler takes a little bit more of a beating uh, and, and has a little bit more of the injuries that we see, but – um, I don't know. I don't know why why the criticism isn't also there for for him as well because I think that it, I think it is a fair criticism. I that interception like you brought up that was the most Carson Wentz interception I've ever seen a guy not named Carson yeah. Wentz. Throw. It was like it was, Matthew Stafford had one like that against the uh, the uh, the Titans. I remember on a Sunday night game, mm-hmm. and I'm just watching. It's like just take the safety sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, like yeah, or just or, you know. Don't just, hold on to the ball in away. the end zone. Yeah, yeah don't hold on yeah. to the ball in the end zone that long. Know that, hey, yeah. I got to get this thing out because I'm standing in my own end zone. Uh, right. Like, like, I've got to get this thing. So, I don't know. It was crazy. And like you said, Odell Beckham had an insane game. That had to burn you up just a little bit. That burned you a little yeah. bit, Ryan. You know, I, I didn't really want to – I wanted to say this before we got on, but I'll say it now. Like, did he have a good game? Yes. He caught four passes for 54 yards, and he had a 40-yard completion. Yeah. Like, we're acting like he caught 10 passes and had, like, 150-plus receiving yards. Mm -hmm. Like, his production is this – like, I don't hate the guy. The Mm -hmm. thing that just drives me nuts is, oh, he wasn't the problem in Cleveland. I'm like, we just move on sort of thing. Yes. Now, very objective question real quick, not to cut you off. Who who do you think is is better – Jarvis Landry or, or Cooper Cup? Oh, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. So Cooper Cup takes more of that. Exactly. He takes more of that. That Defenses have to focus on him a lot more, especially because. He had the like, best season in NFL history. So, of course, he's going to get all, all the focus of defenses. Yes. And honestly, it looked like the Rams were kind of using him as a decoy, whether yeah. that was the game plan or not. Well, for most of the game, yeah, he didn't get a ton of touches. Uh Cam Odell's Aker- kind of getting the second and third, like, mm-hmm. DBs uh, covering him sort of thing. It's not like he's getting the top guys. Yes. But... Cam Akers being back helped out a ton. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the Rams yeah, absolutely. Just, the Rams just had a, a fantastic, you know, a, a great showing, and, and it, it was super, super impressive. Uh, and now they got to travel to Tampa Bay. Um, Tom Brady, again, last week looked incredible. We're not going to talk a ton about that the the Eagles game because there wasn't much to talk about. It was just the Eagles were super, super overmatched from the yeah. very beginning. Um it just seemed that yeah, it just seemed that way. And here's another thing. This is if we want to get into it. Is yeah. Jalen Hurts the guy for the Eagles? Because <sighs> once they got down, I was like, this game's over because it's like he, he's not gonna throw them back. Because they're they're a running team. You know, they they're the best run rush offense yeah. in the league. I think and just watching it, some of his passes, it was they were just like his two interceptions were both like the second one was bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I think it depends on how much he develops as a passer this offseason. So, like, it so, he, sounds like they're sticking with him, which I, I think that's smart because mm-hmm. he got them to the playoffs. So, yes. you, you know, you can't just move on from him like that. And he's still on the rookie deal. Like, you, you get a quarterback on that, that cheap deal. Um, I think that it, it's, it's like, because you brought up Lamar, it's almost like Lamar, and Lamar is this fantastic athlete. He's incredible in what he does. Mm-hmm. How's he going to develop as a passer? Um, and so I think you have to see how it's – and if we get in next year and it looks like the same hurts, like it doesn't look like he's making the throws that he should, right. maybe it is time. I think that, as you said, I think it's the right move to continue with him at least through next year, at least through next yeah. year. I mean, he got them to the playoffs, so it would be yeah. dumb of them to move on from him. Um, I mean, let's have Aaron Rodgers is all of a sudden interested in playing for them, but yeah, that's a whole different story. Or Russell Wilson. Uh, yes. So let's get let's get into this game. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. So this uh, game's so intriguing too. It, it is. It's super super intriguing right now. Uh, Tampa Bay is minus two and a half point favorites. Over under is forty eight. Um, as the home team. Ryan, I want your thoughts. What do you think about the Rams and the Bucks? You know, they met week three or four of the season. Mm-hmm. It might have been week four. Um, but the Rams won that game. But mm-hmm. I just – I can't go against Tom Brady in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know, like – he just Brady's just one of those guys. He just doesn't lose. He rarely loses home playoff games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a great game. Obviously, I don't think you know they're not going to blow the Rams out of the water. But for me, it comes down to their defense. Can they or can they contain Cooper Cup, and can they at least mm-hmm. slow their run game down a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I think. But, yeah, go on. Like I feel like if you're Tampa Bay, you can live with. Odell or Van Jefferson or somebody like that having a big game, but it's Cooper Cups, the one you don't want to let go go off sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Buccaneers definitely have more offensive firepower than the uh, the Cardinals, so it's not like I don't think the Rams are just going to blow. They their their de- their defense is great. I just don't think they're just going to completely shut them down like the Cardinals did, like they did to the Cardinals' offense. Yeah. So. It sounds like Leonard Fournette's going to play too, which is huge. Big, big time for them. Um, you brought up a ton of good points, and I completely agree with everything you said, especially about Brady in the playoffs. Like, you're foolish to continue to bet against him. Mm-hmm. I really like the Rams in this game, dude. I really, really, really do. I don't know. I think – okay, so this is what it comes down to to me. If Stafford cannot – blow the game like if he can just you know play within the means of the offense don't try to do too much just kind of play within what he's got to do that the bucks are just so injured especially losing tristan they are Worf's, really banged up losing wharfs is unbelievable. he came back into the game though i thought yeah but then he left again i mean he just oh, I, okay, I don't I realize yes. that he was, that he is was huge. Hobbled he's again. All pro, yeah. So if he's even okay, let's just say he does play, but even if he's hobbled, that is when you have a guy like Aaron Donald up front that eats and up Von Miller too. and Von Miller coming off the edge, and Von Miller's been in big situations like this. 
that mm-hmm. is so, so tough to keep a hold of. Um, and I just thought of this. Von Miller has a history of, you know, taking down Brady in the playoffs. Exactly. The key to, the key to, beat, to beating Tom Brady is you have to hit him. Like, pressure yeah. him. You got to hit him a lot. Yes. Like, think of that uh, 2015, 2016 um, AFC Championship game. Think of how much Brady got hit in that game. They could have yeah. just sent Von Miller and DeMarcus were after him. Mm-hmm. Can Aaron Donald and Von Miller do the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. And they, they got to even think about that before, but yeah. Well, they got to speed him up. So we, we already talked mm-hmm. about how he likes to get the ball out of his hand fast. He doesn't take a lot of hits. Like you have to speed him up even faster. And I think with, with the injuries that they have, I think that when yeah, you have the, the, the Rams have a good enough secondary, like, like I think the biggest key too is they're going to have Jalen Ramsey on Mike Evans. And yes. I just thought that because remember they have no AB. Mm-hmm. And Chris Godwin towards ACL. So there are other two receive two receivers they were using. Um, it looked like on uh, Sunday were uh, Tyler Johnson, mm-hmm. Rashad Perriman, mm-hmm. and did Scotty Miller play? I think Scotty Miller played. Yeah. Okay, I feel like he hasn't made that big of an impact this year. No, like not as much year. this year. No. Okay, but they, they also still have Gronkowski, and they got you know great tight ends. OJ Howard. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes down to can you contain both Gronk and Mike Evans? I feel like you mm-hmm. can if you can focus on one and it's kind of like kind of what we were talking about earlier. It's like can you let can you live with Gronk having a big game if you were able to take away Mike Evans? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and Ramsey's one of those guys that he's been able to handle Mike Evans yeah. um, consistently. It's like him and Marshawn Lattimore are the two guys who mm-hmm. uh, can completely shut down Mike Evans. So. Yes. So if he can do that again, they're in really good position. And I just – I think the injuries for Tampa Bay have to catch up at some point. Like they this have some defensive injuries too, don't they? Yes. It, it's not um, – this isn't like I, – I keep – how do I say this? It's not the Patriots-Tom Brady team anymore who could no. overcome everything because they just had insane masterminds like Belichick running, like defensively, they could handle everything. Yes. Like, not that I think Arians is a bad coach. I think Arians is a Hall of Fame coach. He's fantastic. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. But we're foolish to say that Arians is the same as Belichick. You know what I mean? So, right. like, I absolutely agree. Yeah. It's almost laughable to even put them in the same sentence, sort of thing. Yes. But what it comes down to to me is I'm. <sighs> I'm going to be so upset with myself when Tampa Bay comes out and, and whips them and, and wins by like two scores, but I can't in good conscience not take the Rams. Cause I think they are the better team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think how's Matthew Stafford doing under pressure? Because can they, can their defense play up to a level that they did, they did last year, like in the Super Bowl when, you know, if you can uh, rush four and then just drop seven guys in coverage sort of thing, like kind of take away a lot of their playmakers. Like if – I think it comes down to like Tampa Bay's pass rush too sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. they can get after Matthew Stafford, kind of like how we're talking about the Rams can get after Brady. Yeah. And that I, – I, I, Tampa Bay's front seven is is extremely solid. Uh, mm-hmm. So they, they can speed them up. And that's why I said – it, it really comes down to, will uh, Stafford blow the game? 
Like he 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 right. He has this ability to like let the game slip out of their hands. If he doesn't allow that, that was his first playoff win he's ever had. So it's not he's never been in this situation before. If that matters, and and if McVay can kind of keep him on the straight and narrow, um, and not get too like cute with it, and just just try to win. I think they, I think they can do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Now I can see this game going either way too. Like. It'll just be so good. I just can't go against uh, Tampa Bay and Brady here. No, and I understand that completely. It's just – I don't know. I I, I love the Rams in this spot. I really do. And I don't know why because everything says don't take them, but I I just love them. I love them. You know what I mean? I get what you mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going – I'm going Tampa Bay (sighs) 34-27. All right. I, I'm going to take LA plus two and a half and maybe their money line, just straight up to win. So we'll see. There we go. Um, all right. I think both the, I mean, all these games are going to be so good, but these mm-hmm. Sunday games are going to be so freaking incredible. Yeah, and this we, next game, I can't even pick it. I don't know who to pick. It, we, we, end, we end the day with Buffalo going to Kansas City. Uh, before we talk about this game, Buffalo trounces the Patriots. And it felt yeah. it felt like years of just frustration. Yes. <laughs> of just getting destroyed and beaten up by them. They just yes. took it all out in that one game. It, it, was, it, like, was, it was like their chance to finally humiliate them. Yes. Uh, the Bills offense touched the ball eight different drives. They had seven touchdowns cool. and they kneeled it out on the last one. Didn't That's punt. Crazy. Didn't kick a field goal. Uh, didn't turn the ball over. Scored every time except for the last possession. Insane, 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 insane. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looks like with the way that offense. I mean, I, I don't even know if Kansas City, who we're going to get to could have hung with Buffalo last week because that's how incredible they were. Um, that's, that's a fair assessment, yeah. Yeah, and so – Considering how slow of a start they got off to mm-hmm. on Sunday too. Um, but the Patriots, I think, and we can kind of mix in the Patriots and we can mix in the Steelers. Now, they're op- obviously in two opposite directions. The, the Steelers yeah. are kind of on their way out with, you know, the quarterback and, they have, and, and Mac Jones is just getting started. But yeah, um, it just seemed I, like – once, like the, the the run game pretty much got taken away once they got down early, and mm-hmm. when you know, mm-hmm. that's that's probably the best. The Bills wanted them. The Bills wanted nothing more to just force Mac Jones to like, you know, go, go back and beat them. Like yeah, you know they had a great opening drive and Micah Hyde made an amazing play on an interception. And that's that the New England was just done. Yeah, like yeah, and and I think both both New England and Pittsburgh like way over exceeded this year, like way, way, way over exceeded, got to the playoffs. And and I I think, let me take a side road real quick with the Steelers. Like it it got said so many times now, obviously that I want the Steelers to win. Of course, of course I wanted the Steelers to win a playoff game. Um, Mm -hmm. Did I understand that the Steelers were playing with house money at that point? Of course, of course I did. The, The Steelers had no business being in the playoffs this year, not even a little bit. That their defense played insane. TJ Watt is 
one of the most incredible defensive players I've ever seen with my eyes. Um, and I know you roll your eyes at that, but he, he just is. I mean, he affects early oh, in great. that, early in that Kansas city game, he affected everything they were doing until they learned to like work around him. And then that's when everything just started exploding for, Kansas City's offense. Yeah, the last um, two minutes is when the game really got out of hand. Yes, yeah. Uh, but it's it it's sad to see Ben go, but we got at least, you know, I know. I'm I know, happy to I know. see him go. I know you are because you're just the worst ever. Um, but it was <laughs> uh, it was good to get that last game with him. Like, it was good to get him another playoff appearance. Um Perfect way for his career to end. Yeah. Well, Getting not blown out. Not perfect, but you know. Um, <laughs> perfect for me. I know. I know. It Actually, it would have been perfect if he wouldn't have made the playoffs, but I know. But know. we beat the Browns on our way out. He's still, he will forever be the Browns' daddy. Forever. Forever. And you can't take that away from him. Um, you wonder why I, I dislike him so much. I know. See, I know. I, I didn't use hate there. I know. You, uh. you but. Because hate's a strong feeling. Yes, I'm uh, not gonna. I'm not gonna miss being reminded what his alt record against the Browns is, or how he's the second winningest quarterback in First Energy Stadium. I mean, isn't it? There was well, a time when he was the winningest quarterback. It's like twenty-five-three and one, isn't it, or something like that? It's like twenty the playoffs. Yeah, I think twenty-five-three and one. Yeah, because I think that's the only time. Well, that's the only time he lost in Pittsburgh. The other two times weren't. Or in Cleveland, so yeah, exactly. Wow. I remember both those games. Twenty-five, three, and one. Insane. Anyway, uh, back back well, to Mason the game. Rudolph. <laughs> back to the games that matter. Um, <laughs> you know, the Patriots. I, you were right. Once, once the Bills started pouring it on, they just didn't have the firepower to now to stick with it. They just didn't. Right. And and the if, Bills if, just if the Patriots were going to win. They they were going to have to control the clock. In the line of scrimmage with their run game, kind of like what they did in the first game. Mm-hmm. Now, that you know, different cir- circumstances because they had that one great drive where they scored a touch or they had a long touchdown run. And mm-hmm. with the w- wind as bad as it was, it just changed everything that they weren't even going to try to throw the ball. They were just going to run, run, run. Yeah. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Buffalo's it, defense is a lot better than I think that what they get credit for. Oh, yeah. Like they've struggled at times, but you know, they've showed up to play. Mm-hmm. Now, not having Tredavious White, I think, is going to hurt them on Sunday because yes. he's, you know, one of the best corners in the league. And they pro- arguably have the best secondary in the league when they're healthy because name a team that has two better safeties, starting safeties, than Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, former Brown, too, by the way. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough to – yeah, you're right. You're right. Both of them <laughs> – yeah. But this game is just so intriguing because, you know, the fact that it's in Can- – like, I can't doubt Kansas City and Kansas City, but Buffalo beat them in Kansas City earlier this year. Now, that's when they were on, like, their little slide sort of mm-hmm. thing. But, you know, Buffalo's rolling. It's – so- <laughs> I-, I just don't know who to pick. Like, Yeah. Because I-, I-, I can't pick against Kansas City, but it's just one of those games where Andy Reid just – this is this team feels like the type of game Andy Reid would just like choke away. No, like mm-hmm. no offense against him, just where I feel like Buffalo's gonna like gonna come back and win a close one just through the poor clock management or something like that. Yeah, 
That's not my final prediction, by the way. That's just something I, I could see happening. Yeah. No, let me give the numbers real quick. So Buffalo or uh, Kansas City's favored by one and a half points. So it's extremely, extremely close. Over under is 54 uh, on the total. Um, I, so I don't like a side in this. You're right. I don't like a side. I don't like picking the side. If, if gun to the head, who am I taking? I'm taking Buffalo. Like I, I, I like Buffalo. I think that. I think that they are an extremely now, – now I'm doubting myself. I would take Buffalo with my heart. If I'm using my head, it's Kansas City because Buffalo is a flawed team when it comes to running the football. Um, they've been running the ball better recently. Like, Singletary had a really good game. Yes. Uh, so, it depends on how they get that run game going and how much they're running Josh Allen as well. Um, yeah. But you can say the same exact thing about Kansas City. Mm-hmm. The same exact Is thing. Edwards Hilaire going to play? Uh, I don't know, but an old buddy that played for him last week. Uh, McKinnon, he had a great yes, game. played insane, insanely good game. And the question is, so one of their linebackers, Willie Gay, got arrested for, uh, yesterday on a misdemeanor charge. Any chance he plays? Because that, that's a huge loss if he can't go. I would – what was he arrested for? It was, it was a misdemeanor. He was at the uh, mother of his child's house and – a disagreement took place and he didn't hit her or anything, but he like destroyed a vacuum and some other things okay. in the house. So um, I, that's a good, he didn't lay his hands on a woman or anything. Yes, but, for, sure, for, sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. But this uh, is the same team that employs Tyree Kill and Frank Clark and just signed Damon Arnett. So, yes, I would say possibly question mark. I have no clue. I have no clue. I, I I feel I feel like he'll play. He probably will. and if You're, Kansas City wins, there'll be huge controversy. So you know you have seen this before. Yes, yeah, um, same old song and dance kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but Buffalo is playing really really well now. How much of the letdown of just destroying your rivals comes into this? And I don't think you let down going into Kansas no. City because and, and they still remember losing to them last year in the AFC title game, and they got pretty much. I don't want to say destroyed, but they got beaten pretty easily. And yeah. now they didn't beat them earlier in the season. And I do not think they're looking at that like, oh, we beat these guys earlier, man. We got them sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know it's not like the – everybody else that gambles or, or, you know, puts money on games is saying take the over in total points because they're just going to score a billion points. Um, I'm going to take the over. I like over 54 points. I think this game ends like – 38 to 35 like something insane well i would love for that they both are just i can see that happening too yeah yeah rolling up and down the field um and be very similar to like that chiefs texans playoff game from two years ago where yeah you know the chiefs there was like 82 points or something scored because they kansas city won 51 to 31 or something like that and tyree kill looks healthy he looks healthy yes. as, as all get out. And not um, having Tredavious White could, could hurt them because mm-hmm. who, who are you going to uh, have cover their receivers? Yeah. Like, you know, because Tyree kills a beast. I mean, Buffalo has the better receivers, but, you know, Kansas City has a lot of, like, similar guys. They got, like, these little quick track stars, like Tyree Kill. I like McCole Hartman. Yeah. They've been utilizing Byron Pringle a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, Demarcus Robinson, he's kind of – I don't know. He was always like a really good number two receiver for them, but he's he's kind of faded a little bit. Number eleven. Yeah, 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 yeah. And obviously they got Kelsey. Yes. 
who's a big time difference maker for him. Yeah, he is. Oh, I love what like who can co- cover Travis Kelsey? No, he's he's and he's so athletic and mm-hmm. he's he's so fast but big. He's like like premier Gronkowski when Gronk yeah. was like, yeah, when before Gronk's the injury like. Early in Gronk's career, before mm-hmm. all the injuries. And yes. Not that Gronk's not good now, but. No, but there was a. Just... Yeah. Go on. No, there was, just a, there was just a moment in time where Gronk was unstoppable. Like, there was literally nobody that could stop him. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can put corners on uh, Kelsey, and he still, like, tears guys up. Yeah. Like, I remember last in the playoff game, there were times the Browns were lining up Denzel Ward on him, and he yeah. was still, like, demolishing him. Mm-hmm. Um, But it. I'm I'm with you. It's hard for me to pick a side. My heart says Buffalo because it would just be so awesome to see Buffalo, uh, like you know, get They're to host the AFC Championship game. Yeah, yeah, get to host a, another game and, and play, uh, you know, in Buffalo one more time. Yeah, save um, the Bills. Well, you know, if it would have to have the Bengals win, they'd have to have the Bengals win. But um, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. But if they if they host, but yeah. But I would love to see Buffalo move on. I, I, they are really, really good, and it's felt like they've been so, so close. But my head just says, it's it's Pat Mahomes, it's yeah. Kansas City. I watched what they did to us last week, and they're just they're kind of so the same thing. Once good. they get rolling, you can't stop them. It's yeah, it's it's a it's a snowball effect, like rolling like, downhill. They, they're both two very similarly built teams. They both have great receivers. Mm-hmm. Like a, Dawson Knox is a very underrated tight end. Mm-hmm. Like Allen and Mahomes are both very similar. They're both, I think Allen might be a little bigger than Mahomes, but they both have rocket for like rocket, mm-hmm. like cannons basically. Yeah. They can make all the throws. They're both kind of reckless with the football. Kansas City to me has a better running game. Mm-hmm. I mean, when Edward Tiller is healthy, obviously, but even with Jarek McKinnon and is it Damian Williams, thirty-one? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, it comes. Does it come down to which head coach do you trust more, Andy Reid or Sean McDermott? I mean, obviously, Andy Reid's been in these situations a million times, but it's not like he's hasn't like choked in big moments yeah. either, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So I just I'm hoping for a ton of points. I want a lot of points. I am too. Just well, make it an exciting points. game. Yes. Yes, I agree. Nothing I would agree. be worse if it's like a 13 to 10 final score, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I highly doubt that happens. But yes. Uh, but man, it should be so much fun. All these games should be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. There is not, there is not a game that is going to be a letdown, in my opinion. No, I don't think so. Even, as, even though you think Green Bay is going to blow out San Francisco, I still think that's going to be a great game. Yes, I do too. I, and, and I think it's just always fun watching Aaron Rodgers play football. It's always incredible. Uh, But anyway, Ryan, this was awesome. Sorry we missed Wednesday to you and everybody. uh, But things outside of my control. We made up for it here. We made up for it here. And I loved it. And we talked talked about everything. And uh, this was awesome. So uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, Remember to download, subscribe, rate, review, do all those things. uh, And we will... Catch you next time. Thanks for listening.